Hey, I'm Michael Lunsford here, Citizens for a New Louisiana, and we are talking about what is going to be on your ballot November the 3rd. Now, early voting starts Friday, which is tomorrow. Um, but on your ballot is going to be the district attorney. If you're in anywhere that, that pays attention, you're going to have a district attorney on your ballot. Now, you're running, Dan Landry is running for district attorney. It's in Lafayette, Acadia, and Vermilion. That's correct. We cover three parishes, Acadia, Lafayette, and Vermilion, known as the 15th Judicial District. Okay, now you're currently the first assistant district attorney. That what does correct. that mean? What, what is that? Um, I got appointed six years ago. I've, I've got 36 years as a felony prosecutor. Um, six years ago, the current DA, uh, Keith Stutes, appointed me as the first assistant, which basically uh, I oversee the three parishes, Lafayette, Acadia, and Vermilion, uh, participate in all the major cases, the serious felony cases. I've also uh, got into the administrative roles of human resources, uh, budget issues, and the general operations of the district attorney's office, which is, um, and I continue right. to try cases. I tried uh, two murderers last year. I still like the courtroom, so. Yeah, there but. you go. And it is the, the district attorney's office, or the, the position of district attorney is a, um, it's a CEO type position, so it's good that you are already familiar with human resources and all the other little components that go into running that as an operation. Um, we had talked a little minute ago about your involvement with law enforcement and how you are um, very well connected. Tell me about well, that. Well, I, uh, for the, like I said, 36 years as a felony prosecutor handling the most uh, egregious uh, crimes, I used to go out to the scenes. I still go. I went uh, Carpal Middlebrook. Uh, was killed, I was participated. I've also been uh, one of the um, police association, uh, fraternal order of police and okay. an organization called PLEA, uh, their attorney that would consult with them. Uh, I'm also post certified. Uh, I train with the police uh, on an annual basis. I'm required to be recertified every year. So I have a very strong relationship with uh, law enforcement. And as you know, in today's society, the rule of law is under challenge, and that's something we're all going to be facing uh, in the years to come. So uh, when you start a community, uh, the first two things you usually do is you get a sheriff or a police chief and a fire department, because a safe community is a good community. That's right. Now, we'd also talked about uh, when, when y'all first got in, when Keith Stoops was first elected six years ago, there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say scandal with the previous administration, but there was a problem with uh, DWIs and things, and y'all made some major changes, and y'all cleared all that out. Yes, there was there was two programs. There was a pretrial program and another program called ZAP, uh, dealing with drug offenses. Uh, when we came in, we basically abolished all of those programs and built it from scratch up. So our pretrial program we have now is recognized by DAs all over the state as one of the premier. We I get calls on a regular basis and one of the roles as the first assistant I am also director of pretrial services so um, we straighten that out uh, and in conjunction with that about four years ago to assist in that redevelopment we implemented a new case management system as well okay how does that we talked about how that worked where law enforcement can't hide tickets as well as they used to be able to how does that with the software it's all connected now well, it's not so much necessarily tickets, it's basically any criminal offenses. Okay. Uh, what happens is when an uh, individual is arrested and booked, uh, now, uh, it used to be we would have to wait for the departments to send us the reports. What happens now, it automatically comes into our case management system, which starts a triggering time. So we know that 
so-and-so got arrested. Mm -hmm. In 30 days, if we haven't received the report from the law enforcement agency, we can contact the law enforcement agency and say, please send us the report. They may be, well, we're waiting for a DNA analysis, we're waiting for blood analysis, but we know that. If the individual's sitting in jail, the nice thing about the program is we have to process it within 60 days or the individual could be released without bond. So if it's a bad guy or a domestic abuser, we don't want that person getting out. So we have this case management system triggers and gives us notifications and it's been very, very effective. Now, we talked about um, the pretrial programs y'all have worked on, and one of the things y'all have recently started experimenting with was moving that and using it in a juvenile setting. Yes. One thing I'm real proud about is we had a test program in uh, Acadia Parish. We, you know, we have adult uh, pretrial programs, but we wanted to see if we could get to the young people. So we started a juvenile pretrial program. We graduated our first class in Acadia. It was extremely successful. Uh, you know, it, for example, we had a young boy that had broken in, he was 10, 11 years old, uh, to steal some candy and food, and when he was brought to his parents, both of his parents were meth addicts, and he's not somebody that needs a criminal history. Right. So we plan on moving that into Lafayette uh, and uh, Vermilion Parishes. We wanted to see, get the kinks out of it. Uh, a lot of things that people need to realize is the legislature has now made 17-year-olds juveniles. So we are having a overflow of juveniles into that system, and we're trying to deal with that. And if we can catch them early enough, perhaps I could put myself out of a job. I doubt it, but uh, that's what we're going to try to do. Okay. Uh, one last thing before we get on to the, the race itself was we talked about how the software that y'all implemented was a tremendous asset, and we have, none of us knew that COVID was going to happen. But when it hit, your office was completely empty, but you were still able to operate. Well, we have close to 100 employees, 33 uh, prosecutors, and like I told everybody, uh, when the you know, pandemic hit and the governor shut everything down in March, the Constitution did not go away. So the victims have constitutional rights, the defendants have constitutional rights. With our new system, we were able to take our entire staff uh, totally virtual. We would have Zoom meetings. Uh, there was basically four of us in the office with the three parishes, mm -hmm. have Zoom meetings with the assistant DAs, uh, conduct hearings with the court. We got the court system uh, set up. In fact, we're still using this because a lot of the uh, sheriff's departments will not uh, transport individuals into the jail system, but they're still entitled to these hearings. So we were very, very fortunate uh, to have this system in place, and, and we kept operating. So that, that's fantastic, by the way. And so we have, there are two candidates running, and there's a little bit of a confusion about because they're both D Landry. So how, how do you tell people, how do you tell the difference between the two when you're in a voting booth and it's just black and white? There's not a photo next to them or anything like that. Well, what, what I tell everybody, it's it's Daniel, Danny Landry, and um, my opponent has is Donald, Don Landry, but I tell everybody, vote for the fellow with DA in his name. So that's Danny or DA or DA Danny. I'm also first on the ballot uh, and I'm the A team. And um, that's how we're trying to get everybody to remember. You know, I think this uh, election is a very, very important election. Uh, it's about experience. Um, I'm not going to need any on-the-job training. I'll be ready to, uh, you know, take over. We're going to have some budget issues coming up in the next future. Um, we were fortunate uh, when we got into office. There was a little bit of a uh, deficit in the fund balance. We've gotten that up, which has allowed us to uh, maintain services at the same level. Uh, and I know we could do more with less, and we're excited about moving forward. 
So here's your opportunity to talk directly to the voters as well. So, uh, you know, we have a, a few folks that follow us because no one else is really talking about these elections. So it's great that you're here. I'm glad you came to, to talk to folks and let them know what's going on in the DA's office and how important this race is because th without the district attorney, files don't get char charged against criminals and it's effectively lawlessness. Even though we have police that arrest, you still have to work through that process. Well, you know, most people don't have any involvement with the DA's office. Right. If they do, it's usually not a good thing. Right. They're either been a victim of a crime or a family member has committed a crime or they have committed a crime. So it's important that you have somebody with experience that has compassion, understands the importance of second chances. Um, and I'm that person. I'm a lifelong resident of Lafayette. I've got 36 continuous years of public service. Uh, it's, it's a passion for me. Uh, I almost consider it a calling, and I would like to finish the programs that we've started. Uh, there's a lot of areas that need improvement. We've been reforming them in the last five years, and I intend on doing the same thing, and I'd appreciate that vote. And remember, it's Danny for DA or DA Danny. So if someone wants to get in touch with you, uh, you have a website. I have a web website, www.daniellandry.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Daniel Landry for District Attorney. Uh, phone numbers on both those. Give me a call if you have a question. Uh, shoot me an email, Facebook Messenger. Uh, I'm, I'm open. Uh, I, I love to listen to ideas. I know that uh, we have a great community. Uh, we just need to keep it a safe community for the future. Excellent. Well, thank you again for coming in. And do reach out, uh, get connected, educate yourself about what's coming on this ballot. It's going to be a long ballot. So be informed when you show up to vote. And just remember, it is a long ballot. My number is 80, so you've got 79 people in front of us before you even get to the constitutional amendments. All right. Well, thanks, and keep tuning in. We're going to keep doing these. Thank you for having me.